Welcome to The Scoop, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi everyone, welcome to The Scoop. I am Craig. And I am Lauren, your Veronica Corningstone of TA News. And yes, you are. Hey, do you know what? We've got a lot of news this week, but I found some of it boring, so stick oh, with us. Oh, shit, yes, wasn't it? <laughs> Honestly, some of it was the most boring news ever, so we're not going to bring you the boring shit. We've got a few in there and a little few tidbits of uh, funness. So yeah. do you want to kick off with some Sure, sure, and I'll kick off. Hey, our friends at Google. Oh. Our friends at Google, they forced all employees into hybrid work, mainly fully remote back in April 2022, and they're now demanding that staff return to the office at least three days a week, more whenever they can, and it's all their attendance is being linked to performance reviews. So, oh, yeah, right. The union, though, they've slammed the company's working conditions and they say there's not enough offices and there's not enough desks for everyone to well, come Well, on back. the back of that, though, I was reading that Google told all of their staff in New York to go home this week and not come to the office Maybe because of desks. the air quality with the fire. So oh, well, do Google. they get a little bit of a credit on their performance review? Maybe they – I don't know. I might get a black mark. Jeez, well, well, I'm thinking that Google are changing their mind as much as you change your underwear every six months. <laughs> too, too right. What you got? <laughs> Hence the black mark. <laughs> Alrighty then. Okay, so this week, this one caught both of our eye because we were both mm. discussing this one. It was in shortlist. Now, the headline is RPO is performing slightly better than TA in the talent delivery pipeline. Now, that came out of the ATC's um, latest survey of 230 Australian and New Zealand talent teams, which includes HR leaders, on-site RPO providers and TAs. Mm. So, it's um it's a bit of an interesting one. It's found that TAs score seven point two out of ten and delivering the right talent at the right time, where which has really remained unchanged. So interesting. And Joe Voland went on to say, I think the primary piece and the reason that a lot of us aren't able to move the needle is because we're still stuck in the ways of day to day recruitment, still operating in that functional or service based model. I totally mm. agree. She's yeah. usually pretty right. She's like a bit of an oracle herself. I think Her so. and Amy Schultz. And I think that um, you know, RPO tend to have a lot more access to tech uh, mm. across the board. They so, do. Th- but they're ca- they're, I reckon we'll catch up. What, so they're at, at internal talent 7.2 and RPOs are rated at 7.5. So there's not, not much that much of a, of a difference. Mm. Mm. Hey, hey, Lauren, given that this is your last day before you go on a holiday. I know. I thought I'd find a piece about workations. Workations, that's, that's going right. to be me. The good people at Unleash have put together a list of pros and cons of workation. So pros, it increases happiness, motivation and productivity. You can extend your real holiday a little bit further and it's better for well-being and stress. Mm-hmm. Cons. I want to hear this one. Struggle to switch off from work. So you might start something and then keep doing it. Or you might struggle to switch off from your holiday. So either way. Oh, okay. And often, quite often, this is an interesting one, there's a lapse in compliance and an increase in risk due to maybe how you might cut corners or around protection of data and things like that. Well, there's not going to be too much of a risk. I really am trying not to do I any work. You're going to do any work. But you I'm can, trying. <laughs> you can report back to us on, on, what, on what your workation was like when you get back. 
I'll catch up with you on that one when we hit London for breakfast, my friend. Exactly. So Salesforce offers employees $10 per day for office return. So the company's looking to raise over a million dollars for charity through employees' physical attendance, according to HRD magazine. So for each day an employee shows up to a Salesforce office, a local charity gets $10. This is the latest attempt from Cloud Giant to bring its employees back to the workplace. So... Wow. So you, the, the employee doesn't get 10 bucks. No, it goes, it goes to, to a charity. charity. So it's called Connect for Good. So according to the report, the company will donate $10 to a local charity each day an employee reports to the office between June 12 and 23 as a fundraiser. Mm. But I think it's a good initiative for what happens when the fundraiser's over. And yeah. it's a really short fundraiser. Yeah, it is short, isn't it? Real damn short. But anyway, that's a good initiative, trying to get people back in. And I think it'll do some good in some local communities as well. I think it will too. Hey, HR Today are saying that skill-based hiring is gaining popularity in the market. What the fuck would you hire them for if they couldn't skills? <laughs> I know, right? Here are the main reasons why they say should just, apparently it's more accurate predictor of job performance, mm-hmm. reduces bias, yep. enhances employee engagement and retention, facilitates quick and efficient onboarding. It helps with internal mobility and succession planning and encourages a learning culture. But I'm with you from the outset, Lauren. Why the hell wouldn't you be looking at skills-based <laughs> stuff when you're in an interview? I mean, shit, you get somebody, Jesus is a nice bloke. Oh, whoops, can't turn on a computer. <laughs> and, he's, oh, no. and he's a developer. What? So, I mean, seriously, are we are – we, Okay, I'm reporting on an article this stupid, but are people actually writing articles this stupid? Apparently so. <laughs> Okay, I've done a little bit of a let's have a look across, up a bit north of us at Singapore. Okay, so uh, yeah, Southeast Asia, I always have a bit of a read over there. So there's been a bit of a, a little bit of a thing in HRD today. What's the top reason Singaporeans are likely to quit? And you know what? Better compensation is not the first answer. What is? 41% to improve work life balance. Uh, they're working pretty hard up there. Yeah, they are. So it was surveyed over 2,700 Singaporeans by Randstad. And I just picked out a few. It's a work-life balance is the number one at 41%. Low compensation and rising cost of living at 38%. So I think this is a bit of a global phenomenon on that one. Lack of career growth and opportunity at 33%. That also begs to the to get a pay rise and to move forward, I've got to leave companies. Internal mobility, I've got to say it again. Yep. Uh, they received an offer they couldn't refuse. It was 28%. That's fair enough. So The godfather effect. Yeah, it just goes on from there. But uh, interesting. So just pretty much around the world, everyone's running on that work-life balance. Obviously, yeah. money does factor into it, but I think a lot of people are burning so, out. I think the whole mindset's changed coming out of um, COVID. And I know we don't like mentioning COVID anymore, but people have really changed because of how D- we... Disease that shan't be mentioned. <laughs> because we worked differently during, um, people have come out with different expectations and needs now. I think so. And I think a lot of people have realised the importance of family time and mm. that time to themselves. And it, it, it really has changed the way we think and we want to do things. The one I'm going to end on today, so my last one, uh, is from Shortlist as well, mm-hmm. an agency managing director. Oh, this is a good story. Yeah, who won a placement fee dispute after 18-month legal fee, says the case sends a strong mer- message that when recruiters have followed all the right processes, justice is on our side. So just quickly, so it, he runs a um, Brisbane-based IT recruitment boutique agency, first became aware that one of their clients hired a candidate via a LinkedIn 
in update of their profile. But when they sent the invoice, the client refused to pay and said they already were aware of the candidate prior to the um, recruiting introduction. Up until that point, there'd been no suggestion of a dispute arising. The parties didn't exchange emails about the candidate. Uh, and then basically, when they chased the fee, the client dug in and suggested that the company move on because lawyers would have a field day with this if they pursued it, which the guy ended up doing. 18 months later, got awarded the fee, which was 30K plus legal fees of around about 70K. See, I, good on them for pursuing that. It just goes to show that some people are just assholes. I think you're right. And, and look, it's... It's very easy to play that game, but mm. it leaves a pretty bad taste in the mouth. And also your brand will be affected at the end of the day because agencies mm. talk just as much as internal teams do. So they say, oh. don't go near that bloody company. They don't pay their bills. They rip you off. So I think that um, if you have engaged an agency and then agency do the job, don't be a dickhead about it. Oh, look, I agree. I agree. We're all here to work together as we always talk about. But anyway, that's not news what I'm going to talk about. On to my next piece. What is your next piece? Budget funding injection to boost South Australian police recruits as staffing crisis continues. Now, this is on the ABC. South Australian police, police, South Australian police, yeah, have been allocated 81 mil in funding this week in the state budget to spend over the next four years recruiting sworn police officers uh, in a bid to um, relieve the pressures of staff shortages. The key points on this one um, were the 189 sworn in officers. Uh, The recruitment drive aims to return more police officers to the front line, and funding also allocated in the state budget for 900 new police cadets. 900 new police cadets. Yep, absolutely. So uh, the other thing, I'm just going to tack on that one, there's a teacher shortage in Victoria um, and that's continuing to grow apparently. The teacher shortages continue with more than 1,100 positions at public schools advertised at the moment. Bloody hell, that's a lot. Maybe I should get into the damn, um, back into into teaching because it's, you know, it's, it's no, something that I'm good no, at. No, no, you're not going back into teaching. <laughs> If I had children, I would remove them from any school that you were in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, let's go up to events. I don't even want to touch that. <laughs> I'm sure that you've got some sort of little certificate from the police saying you can't live within 50 metres of a school. I'm sure it's out there. <laughs> Anyway, events. I'm just going to start off with Eden over at Rubber Band. Uh, Tuesday, June 20th, a career pathways from internal to agency. We're flipping it the other Ooh. way. Good one. So register for that online. Uh, Thursday, 22nd of June, candidate experience in 2023 with Rebecca Skilbeck. And, and don't forget when the panos are rocking. Don't, don't come, come knocking. Knockin'. <laughs> Bounce three, Wednesday 4th and Friday 6th of October from 9 till 12.30. Freaking love a good bounce event. Eden does well on it those. Does, so register does. for that as well, peeps. We will be there. Yeah. And let's talk artists. Or oh, do we want to leave that to last? Oh, let's leave that to last. All right, let's leave it to last. All right, so I'm just going to run over to Jovo's events at the ATC. The on Thursday the twentieth of July from twelve till four, we have got the Bodriggy Brew House mm. TA Brew for twenty twenty three. Bloody good event! I mm. learned so much last year. Some damn smart people there, and a lot smarter than you and I. Well, come on, speak for yourself. <laughs> All right, so I, I can highly recommend getting along to this event, everybody. Anyway, we've and don't forget. 
Luna Park, Luna Park, November 22nd and 23rd for, for ATC 2023 and super early bird tickets are still open. So get in quick. And I think I think prices are going to tra- change dramatically after the 30th of June. So make yeah, sure you're on it now. New fin year, things always change. So look, jump onto that one. I've got to say hmm. I walked away a hell of a lot smarter um, and just watching Craig shit his pants on the rides was well worth it for it me. It was, it was. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but right, Itis. the next event. Itis. Well, um, nominations have closed and we received a record number of submissions. 128 submissions. Prior to that, 91 was our record. Yeah. So I've got Thanks for getting behind it, guys. Well done, everybody, to you. It's just Fucking phenomenal. It is, it is. And now the um, judges have got the tough job of going through them all. We'll be announcing oh finalists Didn't, on the 16th Wasn't one of, of July, them who got nearly 20 entries? Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, there's some there, – a couple of them have got a lot, a lot of entries in the category. My God, so. this judging is going to be tough going for us, I can mm, tell you now. And thank God I've got a few long air, air flights to go here and hanging out in airports. I think that's going to be my task as judging items while hanging around airports. <laughs> so I'm not allowed to be near schools. You're probably not going to be allowed in airports after this. But anyway, I wish you a wonderful trip. We're going to have a stand-in um, We do. So you're going to have to tune in next week for our very special guest announcer while I'm away on holiday. Yes, that's right. So and on that note, it's a goodbye from me. Stay classy, Gundagai. Goodbye from me.